Hey everyone, it's me, Madison. So, it's been probably a couple of weeks since I did um, my boundaries episode, and I did do an episode last week, but it was a little too harsh, a little bit too cutthroat. So I decided to remove the episode, and I'll probably upload that episode on my Patreon, just because I feel like this is just a wider audience here, and I don't want to offend anyone, even though, you know, it was what I was speaking was the truth, my truth, and I was coming from a factual place, and there was a lot of important information that I wanted to get across to you guys but you know how things go here on the platform um you know this world is not based around you know harsh truth it's more based on you know sugarcoating and stuff like that which I never do but there was some profanity and things like that on that episode so I'll save the more risky more um, you know, just straight no chaser episodes to my Patreon, but, you know, I've been thinking lately, and you guys know that, well, I'm always thinking, I'm a Gemini, (laughs) um, so we stay in our heads, but, you know, I've been doing yin yoga lately, and it's been about mm, a week, maybe two weeks, since I started doing yin yoga, and, you know, when I first started doing it, it was kind of a little bit, you know, I'm, I lift weights, I'm, consider myself a gym rat, I go to the gym at least three days a week, um, I used to go like four or five days, but pre-pandemic and after the pandemic it kind of slowed down a little bit um knowing what I know now knowing that you know the more that you lift weights the you know um more susceptible you are to getting sick because weightlifting actually lowers your immune system because your body is so focused on rebuilding the muscles that are torn during uh, weightlifting so I cut back from four to five days to three days a week Um, but I've just been you know getting into yin yoga and it's just more about patience it's more about staying still and yin yoga is more about just you know um, just kind of being still self-mastery being patient and slowly you know working through certain poses as opposed to power yoga or you know the other yoga practices where it's a little more evasive you're you're going um it's more this jing yoga is more gentle and it's actually helping me to sleep better you know I, for the last like six months, I've had a hard time sleeping. And um, since I've been doing this, I've been able to at least sleep through the night. 
Um, and it doesn't matter what time I do it during the day, but I prefer to do it now, like around bedtime. Um, I noticed that, you know, it's just making me have, I'm just feeling better. I feel great, you know. Um, and then, of course, I'm still doing the weightlifting and things like that. But you guys should really get into it. I made a post on my Instagram page on Ballistic Holistic about yin yoga, what it is, and the benefits of it. And also some post suggestions for you guys. I also posted on my Instagram page in my um, archives. I have some links to... Um, some 30-minute yin, yin yoga practice videos that you can um, watch on YouTube and you can do it from home, <laughs> like literally, um, you know, in your living room. I know some people prefer to uh, go to classes because it motivates them. I used to be the same way pre-pandemic, you know, I preferred to go to the gym because I felt like it motivated me until I got into actually having no choice but to work out at home so um you know but you can start off at home and then if you want to invest in some classes i highly recommend um you know spiritually emotionally mentally it's really beneficial um incorporating that of course with meditations you guys know that i'm a big advocate for meditating I love meditation. Um, I try to meditate at least, maybe if I'm lucky, get in like maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You know, preferably I would prefer a 30 minute meditation. Then I can really get into, you know, um, you know, my Zen state and just really connect with spirit, connect with the divine connect to my higher self um with 30 minutes you know um i've meditated for 45 minutes before um hopefully i can get into meditating for like an hour straight i have meditated for an hour straight um i think i probably did that like one time and that was by accident um but you know if you can incorporate meditations um i use uh Sophigio frequencies when I meditate. Some people prefer silence. For me, I prefer um, sound healing frequencies uh, just to, it's just prefer my preference because, you know, I want to be also working on, you know, um, letting those sounds heal certain parts of my chakras or you know addressing certain things of you know releasing negativity they're good for aligning your chakras they're good for releasing trauma they're good for elevating your mood um i also have some recommendations on my uh, ballistic holistic instagram page as well regarding uh sound frequencies i just made a post about sound frequencies on Instagram and then they flagged it and said something about it can't be scientifically proven I'm like really you guys are okay <laughs> so you know Instagram is with the shits now so apparently you know they're just trying to anything to attack uh, you know something that's not really mainstream 
um, you know, I just never, it was kind of weird, because <laughs> I've made posts before, and they've never flagged it, so I'm not quite sure why that was flagged, but, you know, some things are just unexplainable, so I removed it, but I do have another post uh, on there regarding the different types of frequencies that you can use, and um, exactly what they're used for. So, um, just go over there and check it out. I didn't mean to talk for eight minutes <laughs> regarding yin yoga and regarding all of that stuff, but I felt like it was important. If you guys can do like five minutes, you know, just start off doing meditations for five minutes um, a day, you know, and then soon that five minutes will turn into 10 minutes, then 20 minutes, and then whatever, whatever you can give. Um, you know, for mindfulness, and, you know, it's really helpful, especially when you just want to just be still and just be patient, you know, um, with yourself, it'll give you time to think about, you know, ruminate through your thoughts and your feelings, and, you know, really connect with your higher self. Now, with that being said, um, you know, I've posted a few episodes here, well, more than a few, regarding karmic relationships, karmic lessons, karmic debt, um, and, you know, just the effects of these relationships and these type of karmic lessons, and it, the effect of on your mindset, right, on your spiritual journey, and one thing that I've noticed is that I've just, you know, it makes you think of things differently. Like I'm starting to not even, like I don't want to drink, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want to indulge in anything that is, that will alter my mind state. Um, you know, with the meditations that I'm doing and the um, with, and the yoga and things like that and just trying to just feel better. I just don't want to alter anything. I prefer to deal with my issues or deal with problems that arise or my emotions head on. I don't want to self-medicate myself to try to get through uncomfort- being uncomfortable or those times where I'm unsure or or have anxiety and of course you know you have people around you and their preference is their preference but you know I spoke on this on the last episode a lot of people you know your friends and the people that you are family or whatever people that are close to you you know sometimes they don't understand per se you know, the journey you're on, and I don't speak on everything that I'm doing to everybody, um, you know, there's people that I know I can talk to about it, and know that they'll understand where I'm coming from, and there's people where I just don't say anything at all, you know, um, they'll just see me, like, you know, not drinking, or not indulging too much, or just kind of shying away from going to certain events, and being around certain people, and it's kind of like, you know, they'll like, in their mind, they're like, what's going on, you know, um, but 
And a lot of us don't realize it, but a lot of us have, you know, karmic friends and family members and people around us that I'm not going to say they don't want to see you um, become a better person because that would be, that would mean that they're consciously doing it. I would say that they are so in their ways that they, um, they kind of don't want, I mean, they don't understand, so they don't want you to change, you know, it's kind of like they're in their comfort zone, so it's like, why don't you, like, do what I do, or just why aren't you behaving the way that I'm used to you behaving, you know, it's kind of like they want you to stay where you're at, so that they can stay where they're at, right, um, and kind of goes the saying, like, misery loves company kind of thing, where it's like, well, how come you're not, I have family members or even I have friends that are just like, oh, you know, like, oh, why aren't you like, you should eat meat. You know, everybody knows that I'm vegan. I've been vegan for like four years, almost, well, five years now, almost, well, almost five years. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, you know, you know, you want a burger, you know, you. it's like, bo, really? Or, you know, you have friends that are just used to you being the single friend, you know, the friend that, you know, they, that is just different, you know, um, the friend that, like, you know, dates, like, different guys, and then you can tell them, like, your stories, and then you, it seems like, you know, you living that single life, it's just so much fun, and it's just so exciting, and they're so used to you being that way, because they're the opposite, right, so it's like, well, I don't do that, like, I only date one guy, and, or, you know, I just do, like, I just, I'm not, it's like that that thing where it's like somebody is used to them being the ones that are on that certain road and then when you get on the same kind of path or maybe even more extreme than them it's kind of like what what do you mean like you're not like it's like I don't want to date a bunch of guys like I don't want to go on dates every weekend I don't want to be out here in like niggas faces trying to impress dudes I don't want to you know be I'm wait like I'm just focused on myself and focused on my healing and focused on prayer and focused on God focused on my spiritual journey and it's like you know it makes people feel like some people feel like start to feel some type of way because they're like what like you know, they're used to you being the one that's like the fun friend, you know, the one that's the first one to be in the clubs and be out there and, you know, and just be on, you know, just be lit. And then when you're not, it's kind of like, well, it's boring. <laughs> like you're boring now. Like you don't, what do you guys, it's like nothing. I'm starting to see that I don't really have much to talk about. <laughs> with the people that I've known before because I'm just not the same person, you know. Um, even my reactions to certain situations that I'm told or whatever is completely different. You know, I don't think the same way that I used to think. Um, you know, people get comfortable with you being 
a certain way and then when you're not that way it throws them off you know they start to question who they are and their values and people don't like to do that shit you know it's like being a mirror and nobody likes to look in the mirror at themselves I think that's why a lot of people once they become spiritual and they become awakened a lot of people shame them or try to bring up their past like oh you used to do this and you used to do that it's like but I'm not that person anymore and that's my testimony and when you know better you do better you know we're only we can only do we can only be and do what we know you know or be a part of or just be we weren't evolved at that time you know I've evolved now so I didn't know any better then now I know better well you used to do this and you used to do that and you you know and it's like they try to bring up who you used to be so that I don't know if they're trying to knock you down a notch or they want to slight you somehow or try to like remind you and the thing that and I'm just gonna say this you know people don't need to remind people about who they are who they used to be the reason why they have awakened and they've changed is because they're fully aware of that the only way that you can come into who you are fully as a person and evolve and walk your spiritual path okay and be elevated is to actually look at yourself to actually do the work to look at yourself to face yourself see that's the thing people don't get you're not knocking nobody down just because oh you used to be you used to be in the streets and you used to date these type of dudes and you used to date these type of women and you used to do this and you did that and it's like okay I know that I'm fully aware that's why I'm who I am now if those things didn't happen to me if I wasn't if I didn't that that's who I am like this that's who that's a part of me that's a part of who I am you know uh, people be like oh that's who I used to be or who I mean yes I used to be a certain way but it's still a part of myself and I still have to forgive myself and I still have to recognize that those are the things that I did and fully embrace my shadow side fully embrace my karmic side because all of us have been karmic at some point in our lives we're not perfect and that's the difference between somebody that oh it's holier than now I never would have done any of that stuff and I still didn't just because you decided not to evolve past where you're at doesn't mean that that's that's just that's not your journey if you're here to be if you're just here and you're okay being in the 3d and working every day and da 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 and you don't and focus on money and focus on bullshit and focus on cars and focus on houses and focus on if that's what you want to focus on focus on that right that's what you want to do nobody's knocking you for that I'm not there no more I'm in the 4d I'm in the 5d I'm actually elevating spiritually mentally emotionally okay I'm not on a surfacey level in life. I don't look at things f- from the surface. I look from look at things 
on a higher level. I look at things from a spiritual level. This is a spiritual world, not a material world. The material world is just an illusion. I get up, I go to work every day, and I do what I have to do to have abundance so that I can take care of myself, I can eat, I can provide a roof over my head, I can provide the things that I need to get through. But that is not all that there is. And I see that and I recognize it. Don't get mad at me because you haven't spiritually evolved into who you are supposed to be in this lifetime. That's nobody else's fault. Stay where you're at, stay in your lane. And I'll walk, I'll continue to walk in mine because spirituality is not just a destination. It's a journey. And you go through your whole life. You're going to have a million spiritual awakenings. This is probably, I'm this, I'm on my shit. I'm on my second awakening. (laughs) I'll probably, before I pass away, I'll probably have like three or four more. So Don't let people try to knock you off your square because they want to remind you, especially, you know, your friends and family and people from the past because they're so uncomfortable. You know, your light irritates their demons and it makes them so uncomfortable to see you elevating because they don't want to do it or they feel like it's weird or, you know, they don't understand or it makes them uncomfortable because they want to stay where they're at. Stay in your lane. Why do you continue to try to shame people for wanting to be closer to God, for wanting to to be cl- to for wanting to elevate beyond the bullshit? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Let people live their lives and go on their journeys and do the things that they're meant to do in this lifetime. You don't understand it because it's not for you to understand because it's not your journey and it's not your life. That's why you don't understand. Okay? You're not shaming anybody by by bringing up their past or bringing up who they used to be or bringing up, oh, I didn't do all that or I didn't, you know, I'm hearing this thing like somebody said something about God making God a trend or something like that. Are you serious? (laughs) Even so, what if it was? So what if being spiritual is a trend? So what? What does that have to do with you? See, I used to think the same way. I used to be like, well, I'm spiritual. You know what I'm saying? And then when other people started getting into it, it's like, oh, you're just doing it for profit or you're just now. No, that's not that. That's none of my business. What somebody's motives is for their spiritual journey or their spiritual business. That's none of my business. that's their journey that's their plan if they want to make money off of selling crystals online and all of that stuff and that's their path then let them have their path if they want to become a yoga teacher or a damn minister or whatever they want to do that's their path that's what god has called them to do you may not understand that it's not for you to understand that's for them to understand that's between them and the father not you When I go places, I feel, I don't know, like I just feel out of place when I go places, especially 
because I'm just looking around and I just see a bunch of people that are just like, I don't know. (laughs) And I'm just like, you know, I'm uncomfortable. Like, what am I doing here? (laughs) You just feel the vibes, you know, the more, the higher that you ascend spiritually, like you start to be really sensitive to people's energy. You know, um, I'm very sensitive to people's energy. I'm very sensitive to, I see things now. Like once you ascend higher, once it's like you can't unsee and you can't unknow what you know and you can't go back to just being regular schmegler and doing regular schmegler things, (laughs) partying, doing, I mean, all of that stuff is fine in moderation, right? But eventually you're going to be like, this is just because the people that are out there in the scene, like they just, they're, they want something like they're looking for, I don't know, validation or they're trying to like meet people so that they can like, like, I don't know. Maybe they want to like, I, you just, you know, people, you know, you feel their energy, you know, their vibe. And it's like, okay, it's just a bunch of chicks in a bar dressed in skimpy dresses. And then it's a bunch of dudes in here, like looking around to see, it's just like the vibes, man. It's just not a good vibe. It's just, you notice and you feel it. And you're like, I just want to go home. You just want to leave. Like, spirit was pushing me to go out last night. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go. But I was being pushed to go. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And I ended up going out. And I went to, like, this small little, like, corner bar in the city that I live in. And um, it was just... As soon as I walked in, I just wanted to like jump out of my skin. Like I literally legit, I think I stayed there for like 30 minutes (laughs) and I got out of there as quickly as I could. It was so weird. I just, I just, I don't know the vibes, the vibes. And I was like, okay, this is, I'm going to have to sage myself or something as soon as I get home because it's like the energy in there was just so low vibey, you know? And it's like, and then I realized, you know, alcohol and, you know, alcohol, drug use, like any, any of that stuff, like lowers your vibrations. That's why, you know, when you start meditating, doing yoga, start eating right, things like that, you don't have the need or the desire to do it because you I mean you just it lowers your vibrations you know you're more susceptible to energy attaching itself to you when you're in a low vibrational state you know smoking and drinking that lowers your vibration and it makes you more susceptible to other people's energy and it makes you even more so Especially if you're an empath, especially if you're already, you know, a spiritual person, 
and it it further it makes it worse right so you are you start like things start attaching itself to you that you just don't want it's just it's just all bad so just I recommend (laughs) you know for me I'll go to an event like if it's maybe like an art event or something like that or maybe just things that are for me like you know something that has to do with art or books or you know spirituality or something like that you know I would go to something like that but just a low vibrational bar on Friday night or Saturday night I just for me it's just not for me I'm just not in that mindset and I'm just don't want to be around low vibrational energy and it's not anyone's fault they just are just very 3d and so they don't know they're just not at the level that I am as far as thinking so and I'm not knocking anybody like that's their that's them that's their life but this is kind of like I think I went to an event like last month and it was the same thing where I was just like oh god like I really wanted to get out of there it was just so much energy there and some of it was good but it was mostly like nervous energy um thirsty energy angry like it was just so many energies there and I was just like oh lord you know once you like you're like a lot I see why a lot of people spiritual people are just kind of to themselves (laughs) because you just get used to being in your own energy and so it's just kind of when other people's energy is around it's just kind of you're like it it throws you a little bit right and I'm not saying that there's nothing you can do about it like you know either you can get used to it but I don't think you'll ever get used to other people's negativity or other people's traumas or other people's like projections attaching or attaching to you or coming into your aura. Like that's not something that you'll ever um, get used to. Right. And before I became or before the second awakening for me, I was in between worlds. I have one foot in and one foot out. And even though I'm spiritual, I'm doing like my practices and stuff like that. Like I'm spiritual. I have a lot of spiritual knowledge about a lot of spiritual things, right? I wasn't practicing it. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't um, praying. I wasn't cleansing my energy, okay? I was still drinking. I was still partying. I was still entertaining karmic men, karmic friends, going to low vibrational events and, you know, arguing, fussing, like just being around negative people. And, you know, it's just like, I just have, it was like, I knew everything about, it's like, I knew everything, but I wasn't applying it to myself or to my life. And so it was like one foot in and one foot out. And, you know, people think that because you're into spirituality, that that's like, that's it. But it's not, you know, how are you applying the things that you're learning to yourself and to your life so that you can be a better person? So this second awakening that I had 
like in October, it just kind of like catapulted me into, you know, just putting stuff into daily practice into who I really am, you know, what my soul purpose is, is here and what my soul journey is. And then I started learning about myself and then I started looking into my past life and who I could have been then and, you know, then getting into astrology and then, you know, correlating and then everything started to, everything that I learned previously started to actually intertwine and I'm like, okay, now I get it. Before, I felt like I was just collecting information to share with everybody, but now I'm actually walking the journey fully because I was all about holistics, all about healing the body internally and what you should take and what you know you can take and what you can drink to heal yourself. That was the that was my first awakening. Now my the second part of my journey is actually the spiritual part of it, which is the meditation, you know, the the praying, the you know, actually letting go of those situations, like people, places, and things that are gonna affect my mind, body, and spirit, you know, now that I know what medicines and what things I can take to heal myself, now I have, now, now is the journey of me healing my spirit, healing my, you know, interacting with God and, you know, um, my soul purpose and the journey, so it's super trippy, like, it's so trippy, you know, But don't let people throw you, man. Like, people will try to throw you off, like, with some crap. They'll try to argue with you. They'll try to, you know, um, suck you in. And, you know, if you don't want to go out and, you know, entertain and partake in, like, low vibrational activities, like, don't do it. Follow your first mind, your first intuition, you know, If your intuition is telling you to stay home or, you know, don't go here or don't go follow that, you know, don't let or don't drink this or don't or don't talk to this person. Like, follow that. That's your first mind. That's your intuition. You know, when you become awakened, your intuition is on point. Like your third eye is like blasted open. You know what I'm saying? And you can see things that other people can't see. You feel things that other people can't feel. And it can be scary at first, you know, for me, not so much because, you know, I've been into the esoteric for a while now. You know, the first part of my journey was learning about herbs and spices, vitamins, dieting and stuff like that. Also learning how to protect myself against um, evil eye, against witchcraft, against black magic and stuff like that. Learning about the occult right learning how to protect myself learning about crystals learning about that now the second part is learning myself let me pull a message from spirit for you guys from the shaman's dream oracle 
This could be found on Amazon.com. that came out was number 57 the unmarked trail revelation the number 12 can be significant the number 57 can be significant the number 5 or 7 can be significant unprecedented experience discovery revelation you are called now to embark on a secret journey the authorian knights in their quest for the holy grail had to make sure to take an unmarked trail that no one had ever followed or they would not accomplish their goal likewise you must enter the darkest forest of your soul via a route yet unidentifiable to find what you seek the manicured paths will bring you only temporary pleasure and later great pain. Stop it. You already know there is no reward at the end of the road you're following. You are only killing time. Pause, breathe, and commit in your heart to a sacred endeavor. Vow to not look for old solutions that may have worked with past challenges. Get out of character, try the outrageous, and keep your quest private. Now is not the time to speak of the voice that called you to embark on the unmarked trail. That time will come. The unmarked trail can be a sign that you have already made a choice, even if you do not want to acknowledge it. Be at peace with what your heart knows to be true. Your heart has already been made up, and your mind will follow. Pack lightly, taking with you only essential beliefs that you know to be trustworthy under all circumstances. The universe has your back. 